After 20 plus years of clinical practice and business coaching, after thousands of hours spent on doctoral research and interviews, Dr. Elizabeth Joy has concluded there are massive misconceptions about the world's elite. It's time to disrupt the archaic thinking surrounding professionalism and success, providing leaders with safe space to unpack the wins and woes. Now, let's join Dr. Joy for Disruptive Discourse. As a woman who was born a dreamer, I had the amazing gift of having two parents who told me I could do and be anything, and I totally believed them. The journey continues. It's been quite a journey. In the pursuit. The pursuit of what? Well, that hasn't always been clear, and it's changed over the years. What I found is that's actually the case for many others as a therapist, as a coach for blue chips, and as someone that has always been that person that other people came to and confided in. I've found that that is the case for many others, right? We're on this journey of pursuit, pursuit of something, whether we realize it or not. Sometimes we think we know what we're going after. Sometimes we really are sure, but come to find out it isn't that. There's all these versions of it. As I think of the blue chips I've served, one in particular stands out. He's really not in the pursuit of anything when you think of traditional success, right? He's got the money, he's got the cars, he's got the business, he's got the houses. It's all there. But he's like he has everything, but he has nothing. And I think about organizations I've worked with, Fortune 500s who perhaps historically, you know, were that powerhouse. And what are they pursuing? They would tell me they're pursuing the continuation of their greatness. But when you look under the hood, the reality is they're pursuing the maintenance of really an expired version of success where they've fallen off and they've spending more time trying to maintain the image of it than to grow and challenge themselves to level up. So these are just two great examples of, of what it looks like when we have that lack of clarity about purpose, about the pursuit, what are we pursuing? And really the question of what is success? Are you successful? What does that even mean? Well, the interesting thing is we're in this really challenging time, right? Where we've got COVID-19 pandemic, which is part of life now, right? But that's been layered. That, that, that really hard thing now has these layers, right? Of the social injustice, which for those of us who are, are black, we know is not new. Right. But but the the layer of the fact that we're we're talking about it and now we're seeing it on videos every day in our lives. We've got this war going on. We've got this forced digital transformation where we're whether we wanted to or not, we're living digital lives. We're, we're online. We're we're on online meetings all the time. We're remote meeting. There's this really difficult reality that's just almost becoming a norm. But there's this beautiful thing that's emerging from it. It's, it's what happens oftentimes when there's a challenge present. And it's the gift of disruption, of ruin. In Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about ruin being a gift and ruin being the road to transformation. And from my perspective, that's what I see right now. We have a beautiful reality and and love and light to all the lives that are lost and all the hard realities that people are, are living. I don't want to overlook acknowledging that, but, but, but there's also this gift of this challenge, this transformation that's emerging where 
we're starting to lean in and ask ourselves what matters. You know, what is success? What are we doing? What is it all for? What what is what are we pursuing? And if we're pursuing something right now, do we want to be pursuing something else? So the workplace, I think, is a great example of how this questioning, this transformation, this ruined reality is really coming to life. And especially LinkedIn's I Am Professional campaign featuring none other than the beautiful and resilient Gabrielle Union. This campaign is really speaking to what millions of folks are leaning into and asking questions about and demanding, right? And that is a new transformative definition of professionalism. Folks are demanding that their workplaces reinvent themselves to become a place where they can be their authentic selves. The reality is that being our authentic selves really is a prerequisite to any success we want to have in any area, any scenario, any outcome we're seeking. What's interesting is that historically, the old definition and traditional definition of success has required just the opposite, that we absolutely 100% suppress ourselves. And that was the only way we were going to be successful as organizations or as individuals. For me, my entire journey has been disruptive. And I remember back then the judgment that I would sense, not always said out loud, but sense, even by people who loved me, um, challenging whether or not I changed jobs too often at, at that time or how I dressed or how I talked or how I walked. But the whole journey has been disruptive for me. And it just wasn't optional. It was just something that I felt like I needed. It was it was allowing myself to be birthed almost. And it was like I couldn't stop it. It was just something that I, that I had to have. And so I've been disruptive in my family relationships, in my romantic relationships, in the way I've even showed up as an organizational consultant. Instead of just coming and doing what they want, checking the boxes, getting paid and leaving, I really wanted to make a difference. And, and I showed up disruptively even in that. But really, the journey has been... 100% ongoing reality of absolutely self-disrupting myself as a way to get to the, the person and the reality that I am discovering, that I'm owning, and that I'm absolutely loving. And I've paid the price for that, but it's been worth it because what I found is what I thought was lost really isn't because there's nothing more professional or more successful than truth. Leaning into the freedom and happiness that comes from truth requires disruptive discourse. Okay, so if you're like me, you wanna know, is this gonna be different? Is this gonna be wasting my time? Let me know, Liz, I need some heads up. I'm with you, I'm the same way, I'm on team too much, my to-do list runneth over, and I don't have free time. All right, so here's what it isn't. As much as I love, and we all love those stories of triumph where someone goes from nothing to something, we're all inspired. Hollywood's made millions and billions over it. We're not going to do that. Parts of my story definitely uh, resemble that, and I think you'll see that in the interviews uh, of our uh, participants. You'll see that with theirs as well. We're not going to just look at that trajectory from or even the 
errored idea that success is this straight line, linear line from one part of the bottom of an area to the top of the mountain of success. Those are great stories. They are summaries of a story, but really where the rubber meets the road is all of that in between stuff that happens, not only in route two, but once we get there, because what we really know or what I know at least, and hopefully you will come to know as well is that we don't really arrive. There's all kinds of stuff that happens in our lives in various areas that happen once we quote unquote get there. So that is what we will be focused on. The other piece you should know is this is not another rambling session of someone who's read some books. I know there's a ton of books in my background. Yes, I'm a nerd. Yes, I've read all of them. I'm also very studied. I've counseled and coached everywhere from the person suffering from homelessness to your person who's in prison for murder and rape to your blue chip who is doing it big in every way, shape, or form in their business and career life. This is something I live, breathe, eat, and sleep, both as a human who's encountering this for myself and as someone who's supporting others, both individuals and organizations. So in summary, I know my stuff. Lastly, this is not just something to consume. I'm like you. I tend to multitask. I'm listening to something working on something else at the same time, and by all means, go for it. But if we do this right, which I'm pretty sure we will, we will disrupt you, right? So I apologize in advance. If you have planned to listen to this while doing something else, and as a result of how great we are at disrupting your reality, you are not able to get the other thing done. I promise you'll, you'll thank me later. But that's in summary where, we, where we're going and where we're not, and we think you're going to love it. Okay, so I referenced LinkedIn's I Am Professional campaign earlier, which I am super totally a fan of. But here's the problem. Number one, we can't wait for organizations to get themselves together. Shout out to the orgs, right? Uh, In order for us to have our best professional life. I mean, let's be real. How many organizations are encouraging us to set boundaries while we're at work are really supporting that for those of us who have some different hair, that our hair is professional. How many organizations are really supporting us in coming to work as our full authentic self? Again, we can't wait for that. Secondly, our professional reality is really only one fourth of who we are. If we're really aspiring for our better selves, for our highest selves, for our more successful reality, We have other areas we need to pay attention to. We would really need holistic success. That would mean we're successful in our profession, in our personal lives, relationally, and physically. And here's the deal. I know this for myself, and I know this for others I've worked with. Even if you're crushing it in your professional life, career's on point, you're doing it big, there's a whole other part of your life that oftentimes is missing, and I know this, this is where I've sort of made my name, folks who are really elite at their craft, but they're not elite at life, right? So that's what's going on in your relationship life. There's folks that I'm coaching who are, are again, successful in their finances and career. They own businesses. Relationship with wife, not so much. Relationship with their kids, not so much. And this really aligns with the research that's out there about career success and personal failure, And the challenge with all of this and why we're disrupting or having disruptive discourse, right, 
is that the traditional definition of success would have had us, A, aspiring to this idea that we're going to do it big professionally, get the money, get the job, have the business, and then that's, that's it. That's a rival. But again, we know, I know, for myself again and the people I work with, there's a whole other piece to this. It's kind of like a chair. Think about a four-legged chair. You need all four legs, right? So if one leg is strong, is the chair strong? Not so much. Before anyone can pursue or explore holistic success, you really need an accurate assessment of your current status in all four of those areas we reviewed, the professional, personal, physical, and relational. In my work supporting others who are pursuing holistic success, I use a tool I designed called the True Success Evaluation. It takes those four, four areas we just discussed, or four domains, and breaks them down into what we call the eight spheres of success. Under professional is career and finance. Personal is emotional and spiritual well-being. Relational includes family, romance, and social. And lastly is physical health. So let's be real. These topics and realities are often hard for us to lean into because if we're real, we got stuff. Like everybody has stuff that not only do they not want to talk to others about, but quite frankly, I don't even want to visit with myself, right? That's a lot of our realities. We think about what we go through day in and day out. So I'm willing to be vulnerable with you. I talked earlier about how I've disrupted my own life over and over throughout the journey. I'm going to be real with you about some of those parts of my story, just to give you something to kind of calibrate your experience against, not to get you to aspire to be like me, but more just to give you a sense, right, of what that journey might look like. What are those truths? Because we're all running around here uncomfortable with sharing them. And it's, it's interesting. I always honor and I'm always grateful that when I work with people, they share with me their deepest, darkest secrets. And I, and I truly appreciate everybody's experience is unique. But the truth is I've worked with folks from folks uh, struggling with homelessness to your everyday professional, to your highest level blue chip. And to be honest, we've all got the same stuff. So I'm going to go first, give you some not so proud moments, some struggle moments, some aha moments from my journey. And let's kind of go deeper into this holistic success and the hot mess that precedes it so that we can move into elevating our lives. All right, y'all. Remember I said earlier, while I appreciate multitasking, I'm good at, good at it myself. This is the disruptive part where if you're driving, you might want to pull over. If you're writing a really important memo, you might want to pause it because I really am about to get raw with you and we'll see later if I regret it. Anyway, okay, so we're talking these four areas of life, these four domains. And, and I can kind of look at my, my life through the lens of like, my first run at quote-unquote success and my current run. So we'll go back to young, mid-20s. I got to a point of really strong traditional success in that at that age I was making six figures. I was crushing it in real estate. I had two houses, two cars, drop-top BMW, crushing it, right, on the uh, professional area and the finance, all that stuff in that, that domain, but the reality was 
if I were to have had this evaluation, the true success evaluation I mentioned, oh, honey, I'm pretty sure I would have been like a 10 on the professional and damn near a zero in all of the other areas because interpersonally or inside, I really was a hot mess. And I didn't discover what a hot mess I was until the market crash. For those of you who've been in the game long enough, I know I only look 21, but I'm slightly older than that. For those of you who were around when the market crashed, my entire everything was in that. So I was, uh, my job, I was doing real estate finance as a career. My investments were in real estate. And when that crashed, I met myself for the first time. That's when I saw that personal reality really, really show itself to be very low rated. Now, I wasn't thinking about evaluating that. Remember, we talked about how do we evaluate success? What is success? What are we aspiring towards? What are we pursuing? I was probably, if you ask me back then, I don't know that I would have said I'm pursuing happiness, but I would have said I'm pursuing success. And in my mind, success really just was the career and the finance. But Again, encountering that personal reality really let me know back then, again, before this assessment existed, ooh, not so much, girl. So the gift of ruin, we talked about that earlier. Thankfully, the market crashed, which I would have never asked for that because what that meant is that I had to lose everything. In losing everything, I met myself, and that was when I made a conscious decision to put the aspiration and the pursuit professional success, so career and finance, put that on hold so I could get it together in here because I knew that without that, that's when I started realizing what is success. Uh, Yeah, you can't really have it if you don't have that internal thing going. So for me, it was an intentional choice to, to way, way, way drop down on the number. So if I would have rated myself after that, after I lost it all, the, the career and the finance probably a two, maybe a zero, but then I put the work in to invest in myself internally and really raise up those measures in my personal world, which is my emotional and spiritual well-being. So as I think even in this moment about what was I pursuing back then, again, there were times where I was pursuing success in that part of my journey where I was going hard in my career Um, with real estate and real estate finance. But once I checked out and down of the professional elements of it and really leaned into the emotional and spiritual, I was pursuing the ability to be happy or really finding reason to stay alive, quite frankly. It was a different pursuit at that point. It was just trying to figure out how to be at one with myself enough to be okay with being here because I got to a point where it really just wasn't that enjoyable to be alive, quite frankly. And so I really spent a good 10 years, not to say that there wasn't other things I was doing, but I really checked down on being that goal-oriented dreamer that I was born to be and really made myself focus in on the personal and spiritual components. And during that journey, what I discovered, what was at the root of why I was what I would call a a public success and personal failure, a 
public success in a private mess was that I had this whole family reality that I knew about, but I was ignoring. And that, that was stories of sexual abuse and, and, and various issues that just weren't good for me. Right. And so as I started to pursue my emotional and spiritual well-being, I attempted to address those family issues and came across resistance, quite frankly. I encountered what what I thought was family members who would love me no matter what, not loving me because I disrupted, right? Our beautifully presented family, this middle-class family who had it together. And so I had to then disrupt the definition of family and even the definition of love and acceptance. Where am I going to get that from? Because I started to realize it's probably not coming from many of the folks that I'm related to by blood. So that just was part of this journey that was ongoing for me. And as I released the definition of family I was clinging on to and holding to that many of us do, many of us are haven't gotten to where we want to go in our happiness and success because we're not ready to disrupt that. And that's for another segment. But my willingness to disrupt the definition of family and what that was supposed to mean and giving that up so that I could have happiness and holistic well-being without them was the beginning of life as I know it. And I can say today that I enjoy life in real life, but it again has required that I disrupted so much about what I wanted, what I thought was right, what I thought should be, um, and, and gave up some things, lost some things to get some things. So, in this current state that I'm in, if I were to measure my reality on the success uh, evaluation, I would have high measures across the board in general just because I've worked my butt off over the years to get there. But I'll admit right now my business is booming because of the realities of the world and folks leaning into what I've been passionate about my whole life. I am working really hard to keep up with demand and find new ways to help more people engage more organizations and, and live out this dream. But that has meant I've had to make choices to check down in some other things. So I'll admit today, physical health, and, and I think this is a good point of even like what does success mean? I'm not overweight per se, but if I be real with you, am I living a life that warrants high ratings in, in my physical health? Absolutely not. Am I on team hydrated? <laughs> Absolutely Am I on team? I think I missed lunch again. Absolutely. And I don't say that as a badge of honor because I, I do believe we really need to prioritize uh, being well. But I also know as a blue chip myself, it's not as simple as balance, right, where you just keep it all together. It's about balance is imbalance. You know, you're high in one area, you're low in another. But the, to me, why is it still success? Is success when you're A, aware of it, and B, you're conscious and you're monitoring it. So for me, could I be doing better right now? Absolutely. Do I need to at least inch myself along? Absolutely. But I'm also aware of where I'm struggling. And and it's there's some conscious choices being made. Even in my uh, romantic relationship, my baby is the real MVP. He's taken a lot of L's and taken some sacrifices so that I could go hard and tip these scales in my business. Uh, but I also do lean in to make sure I acknowledge him and express appreciation regularly, even though right now I have to make a conscious choice. The amount of time that I spend with him 
is not what it could or should be or what I want it to be. But again, I'm working hard on this business component, this professional component. So for right now, that's the one that's getting a lot of my energy. But it is a balance because even recently I'm realizing got to bring more spiritual pieces into it because how did I get to a point where I enjoy life in real life? I really checked in and developed a spiritual reality for myself, not religion, spiritual, right? So that I know how to engage myself as a being and understanding who I am isn't what I do and it isn't any of the other roles that I live in my life. All right, you guys, we're going to wrap up. I've been told that I need to center myself and calm down because I got a little excited sharing with you guys all of my raw truth. All right, so here's where we're at. By now, I think you know what the goal of this disruptive discourse podcast is all about. We are disrupting the archaic definition of success because we know you're ready for it. We know the world is dying for something better and something more. So that's why we're here. Um, We are talking to professionals, to leaders, to business owners. If you're a professional leader, business owner, you're kind of defining yourself oftentimes by that success traditionally, right, in your, your career and in your finance. We're talking to you. This is for you. We are going to do what I said we would do earlier. We're going to educate you. We're going to inspire you. We're going to challenge you. We're going to disrupt you and encourage you to disrupt yourself because it's the only way we get to true success, right? We are going to have some really cool guests We're not going to do the thing where everybody has to be super known and super successful because if we did that, then obviously I think we'd be staying true to the old definition of success, which is not what we're here to do. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to have some really dope, amazing, crushing it in the professional lane people, but we're going to get people who are crushing it in their personal lives, crushing it in their um, family lives and or weren't or aren't and are willing to be real about that just like I just was with you guys. Now, I want to give you a hint. Let me get my prop. I know some of y'all are on audio, but for those who are, you might want to visit us in visual because this is a hint. The next episode you see is going to look and feel different. It's going to be disruptive because that's why we're here So just want to encourage you, if you're on that audio only, that's cool. Do us while you're driving, listen, and and rock out. But you might want to visit us for the visuals as well because there's a little hint that something awesome is coming. Make sure you subscribe to Disruptive Discourse wherever there are podcasts. And again, because we're going to have some really dope, amazing, disruptive visuals for you on how we even go about this moving forward, we encourage you to subscribe to us on YouTube. And lastly, for those of you who are really ready right now, you're like, okay, this is cool. I'm down for the future episodes, but I'm ready to get it in right now. I'm ready to level up. Hit us up, joysociety.com. We have a whole entire community just for you, and the doors are open. You can join today. We'll see you inside. (music) 